e-commerce is a real thing. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. Hello and welcome to episode number 27, Larry, of Planet Rage. 27, that's a good number. I like that number. It's getting up there. Yeah, it, it is getting up there. Roulette. Oh, is that the like one of your lucky numbers? Exactly. Has it ever it's won never though? Paid out once. <laughs> one of these days, <laughs> just once. That's all yeah. it takes. Because what's roulette? It's thirty something to one if you bet I, an individual number, right? Yeah, you you could do well if on one number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know the odds are not with you. No, no, it's a sucker's game, absolutely. And, and it's really not. I've never been a big casino gambler, or whatever. But they took the fun out of it. They have like bubbles over the wheels now. In fact, even casinos suck. The fun of the casinos was the soundtrack. You'd walk in and oh, here was ching 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 ching. Now it's like walking into a you know a I don't know what a a, a bad nineteen eighties arcade. Yeah, I mean you don't hear the jing jing. No, there's no coins in the slot machines anymore. It's it's so fucked up. They ruined it. Yes, and the noises coming out of all of those slot machines. I mean, one or two in a room might be cute. Thousands of them all going off at once. No, it's uh, and it is. It is a lot different. I was never because of my age in Vegas at the time when all those coin machines mm. were the machines of the day now everything's right. electronic so i never really experienced that but you hear that you know in movies and stuff like that and that is you know more fun because you hear the coins oh, yeah. shooting out yes this not so much no but everything's a scam 20 people shot only one dead though this weekend in chicago okay well that's uh better for chicago uh <laughs> well that's better for well, chicago yeah, but uh one. The world is looking for nuclear bunkers again. So I don't know if it's uh, getting okay. shot in Chicago is nothing. Yeah. That <laughs> was uh, CSB wanted to know if you had your nuclear bunker picked out yet. I know you're getting out of California. Now, I don't know. Is the new dojo? Is that part of the things you need? Is that on the checklist? Like we want something well, can, with a few bedrooms, maybe a nice swimming pool and a nuclear bunker. Well, I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. So. <laughs> yes, that's information. <laughs> as well as the location that cannot be revealed. Yeah. You know, I just, you know, I always laugh at these things and I've done shows on them and done some, you know, fairly deep dives into them. And, and there's, there are some amazing, uh, bunkers, bomb shelters and so forth that uh, exist and you can have built for incredible amounts of money. Um, but then you, you know, you just say, okay, you know, when, when you come out, when you, when you do come out, when it's finally the half-life is worn off, if you make it that long, what are you looking at? You know, so I don't know. And do you Seems really kind of want to be underground for that exactly. long? Yeah. Seems like a stupid endeavor, really. But I mean, you follow the whole end of days, the world catastrophes, I think more than most. 
Do you feel we're Probably. getting closer? No. No, I don't. This is all window dressing. This is all a scam. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a scam. Um, but um, I mean, anything's possible. You look at you look at in, in, in previous uh, global conflagrations, how rel- relatively minor things, uh, you know, created that domino effect and led to, <laughs> led to just world destruction. Um, you know, World War One. So, I mean, who the fuck was the Archduke of Sarajevo? And why why would anybody care that somebody put a bullet in him? Really, but <laughs> triggered World War One. So, uh, <laughs> stranger things. Yeah, stranger things yeah. have happened. Yeah, I mean, you're right. In the most recent that Larry Show episode, you always have to have a boogeyman. That's true. We do. And Putin is it now? Putin's it. And he's the recycled boogeyman. He's been the, this is his second or third go around as the boogeyman. <laughs> yeah, somehow George Soros has never been the boogeyman. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. He's never Joe Stalin killed what? 20, 30, 40 million mouth. tongue. They were never really boogeymen. They were never, it was never, you know, nobody ever put their faces on toilet paper and uh, targets for gun rages and so forth. They should have, but they didn't. And to me, this whole Ukraine thing, the scariest thing is all of the people that are agreeing about one thing that is concerning when George Soros and the top Democrats and the top Republicans are all agreeing about one thing. It tells me there's something wrong. Yes. And there's more to the story and there's a lot more hypocrisy. This concept that anything in today's world is as one-sided as this is being made out to be. I just don't believe it. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just don't believe it because I'm not seeing the evidence of that. Right. What we are seeing though is gas prices. I've seen some now in California are topping six bucks. Oh yeah. Uh, closer to seven. Wow. Um, yeah. So when uh, somebody sent me a message, they were down on sunset a couple of days ago. And it was six seventy one there. And food prices up 20%. Yep. Right. Which it's amazing to me that this isn't causing more people to stand up and demand something be done here in the United States. I know there's right. different areas you're going to do different things, but here, this concept, as uh, Sulu said, George Takai, which is just a guy that, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It just makes me laugh. When people like this come out with their statements that are just so elitist, yet pretend that they're for the common man. This on Twitter, Americans, we can endure higher prices for food and gas if it means putting the screws to Putin. Consider it a patriotic donation to the fight for freedom over tyranny. No, that's me paying 20% more for my food is not doing anything against putin yeah not a damn but, thing mean, george sakai george sakai's a fucking moron period you can quote me on that <laughs> he's just <laughs> that's he's a, impossibly stupid he's this is a guy who is in the twilight of a career that ended in 1969 when star trek uh was canceled that's pretty much his resume so just shut up george you're nobody you're yeah. nobody shut up i mean he's old now so i mean he if he's a, just a grumpy old guy i get it 84 years old if he wants to sit there and yell that's fine but it's not the reality. This is not a patriotic thing 
for people to be priced out of the ability to feed their family, to be priced out of their ability to drive to their jobs, to be priced out of their ability to do anything beyond the daily necessities. Yeah. And that's where the scary part comes from this, because that's always been the bottom line for getting this whole great reset, this whole change in the way everything's done, everything from global warming through just about any major cause you can push to is to get people to have way less freedom. And in this case, it's you can no longer afford to buy the fuel. So what happens if the world just all of a sudden has no gas or no power? Where do you think that leaves everybody? Not in a good place. No. Leaves them where where, where George Soros wants them to be, I guess. Right. (laughs) Right. Either that or he's shorting the ruble and that's going to come back. Uh, Yeah. You know, it's Russia. It's China. It's totally ignore the fact that Ukraine, as I believe uh, you pointed out in the latest that Larry show, they were on the list as like what the eighth most corrupt government or something in the world. Uh, yes, I've seen that. I've seen it as anywhere from eight to fourth. I mean, they're really it's really a pit of uh, corruption. Um, so but that's being ignored now in For sure. Russia, bad Ukraine. Great. And the people in both countries, I feel sorry for because they're all just pawns. Yes. Yeah, I mean it's it's absolutely awful. Um, it, it it is it is terrible. Um, but people, you know, the American populace, the American electorate is so by large pretty stupid, and they ref- they can't they can't comprehend complex situations. It has to be white hats, black hats, good guys, bad guys, cowboys and Indians. They they can't. There's no gradation, no gray areas, nothing. They they just they're incapable of understanding that. So yeah, go get them, get Putin. You know, <laughs> it's really. So the way they think you weren't you weren't slurring enough there if that was a biden impersonation you need to you need to really <laughs> no, work wasn't. i'll try a biden but i wasn't doing that. <laughs> go get go get him uh, i think biden my biden were like get putin <laughs> kind of just woke up you know joey says go get he says yeah what's what yeah did anybody unravel that uh that mystery get go get him well i it was go get E.M. So, I mean, I believe this was go get them, you know, go get them. Like if you're a college football coach, go get them. This was the rallying cry. Coach, You've given your go. speech to the country. And now yeah. it's like, go get them. Even, you know, that's yeah. not any singular person. This was Joe. And he had energy. I will give him credit for that. He had energy during the speech, which is something we don't always see from him. There was well, a lot of slurring. Been- we do, and he's been freshly jabbed with uh, some stimulant. He has energy, sure. Well, and that's the one thing that's also been fairly consistent with the Biden presidency is anytime there is something scheduled for him to make uh, you know, a speech or come out and talk to the press, always late and not just minutes. It's always like an hour to two hours late. And that's been my contention all along is they're doping him up. He's not ready. Sure. This isn't he's just was he, unprepared. Was he, late? was he late for the uh, State of the Union, too? Was I think he, he was right about know. on time there, because I don't think you could be at that point. Because then the world right. is sitting there waiting and they know what time it's yeah. supposed to be. Whatever yeah, they well, did, they did had great, him ready. Great job. And you're you did a great job uh, 
analyzing that darn because i i because i just i could not possibly watch that guy for an hour i can barely watch him for a minute and uh, so thank you for <laughs> thank was, you for doing that and uh, you did a terrific job of uh analyzing his uh his bullshit it's a great episode well it was somewhat uh, entertaining to watch i mean it, you you have to put yourself in a completely different mindset and know the non-reality that joe biden is coming from which to me, it's like this was the greatest comedy ever when he comes out and says, oh, we have to uh, really lock down our borders. It's like, what? No, yeah. that's exactly yeah. the opposite of what you've done. But this is where the media comes in. Right. His approval ratings shot way up after the speech because people, as you said, they're ignorant of what's going on in the world. They right. don't follow anything. So they watch that speech. And a lot of people, I believe, when you see somebody, the president of the United States, especially on the screen, there's a lot of people that just go, oh, I believe what he's saying. Oh, yeah. Look, he's standing in front of a flag. People are applauding him. He must be right. 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 The people applauding him, too. That's a, a big yeah. part of this uh, game. I don't know what Nancy Pelosi did the yeah. one time she stood up and then start rubbing her wrists together. What, and What was that knuckle rub about? What was it? I think she forgot how to clap. I don't I don't know. Is that a part of like dementia or Alzheimer's that maybe she forgot how to clap or she started standing up and then realized that there was no reason for her to stand up? Because this was at the point he mentioned, like the burning pits that were causing cancer and servicemen. Not really something you would applaud. Yeah. And I think yeah. she thought they were at a different part of the speech. So she started getting up and then she's like, well, I have to do something because I'm standing up because if i don't do anything i'm gonna look stupid but i don't know what the what the move she made was but this is another point of old people in charge of the government that mm -hmm. maybe shouldn't be although kamala showed the inexperience of youth if you will when joe biden said iranians instead of ukrainians and she like rolled her eyes and mouth (laughs) ukrainians like yeah. Wow, you idiot. It's like that does that's not good optics either. No. No. Well, it's just you can't make this shit up. I mean, you think of it, if you if you if this was all plugged into some Hollywood movie, it would never it would never get green lit because it's uh, get the fuck out of here. This is this is too preposterous. This this demented fossil and you know the other one behind her and the, it's just it's ridiculous. There's never been a time when our uh, our government is has been more uh weak and uh, shameful really than right now never i agree and the news media and that's i pulled a clip from this guy i found on youtube his name's steve lookner now i've never heard of the guy okay he does a news put that in air quotes for the for the podcast a news thing on youtube that is like agenda list or something so i'm like oh i don't know if this maybe was a guy that uh, heard no agenda which is yeah. a great podcast and figured he could do this on YouTube. Maybe his mm-hmm. normal YouTube channel has 250,000 followers, subscribers. I don't know what that means in the real world. It's way below what most big media outlets have. But this was him talking about this Russian stuff. And I thought this encapsulated a lot of what is wrong with the media and the overall american viewpoint at this particular juncture okay 
Everything, somebody says, everything you're reading is from a pro-Ukrainian viewpoint, likely propaganda. No, Russia caused this war. It's all Russia's fault. That's a fact. It's not propaganda. Putin made up reasons completely to invade Ukraine. It's not true that Ukraine was attacking Russians in, in Eastern Ukraine committing genocide. That's a complete lie. Putin made it up. He, he lies all the time. It's completely made up. The reasons for invading Ukraine were completely made up. Let me pause it there for a minute. This was one of my favorite things. I think we talked about this with the, uh, the concept with Rush Limbaugh when people would say stuff like, everything he says is a lie. Anytime somebody pulls out this quote that everything Putin says is a lie, now you know they're wrong. Now you know they're not accurate. Now you know they don't know how to use their words correctly. Because it's obvious that not everything Putin says is a lie. But I will let him continue here. That's not, that's a fact. That's a fact. So, so um, acknowledging when someone lies and it's obvious, then acknowledging that is not taking one side. That's actually just not, just, that's not being like a troll or something, or it's not being a bot. I'm not a bot, I'm a human being. And any rational human being who's not like, who's not bot-like in their, in their, in their thinking can, can see very easily that this is a made-up, that, that Putin's complaints uh, about genocide were just made up, and there was no genocide, and, 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 and also the stuff he said about nuclear weapons. Ukraine is not trying to get nuclear weapons. That's made up. This is all 100% caused by Russia. This is Putin's war. Putin caused it. He made up reasons to invade. So, yeah, this guy knows everything. He knows everything. Wow. <laughs> And this, to me, says a lot about getting into any political type arguments, especially any racial arguments, as we've talked about. It's a no one situation because there's way too many people that are like this guy who is completely convinced. I mean, I can tell you that I believe a lot of things when it comes to the political sphere, but it's very rare if it ever happens with me that says, I will guarantee you that this is the truth, Larry, when speaking about anything in politics. Because that's that's taking it to a whole different level. Sure it is. Yeah. It's like you. How do you know what's going on as somebody in this guy's in the United States? How do you know what's going on in Ukraine? How do you know what's going on in Russia? No. But, you know, that's. Small minds operate that way. Yes, they cannot see (laughs) the big picture. And that's it. It's like you have to ask yourself those questions. And I've read enough of people that I believe have at least a grasp of what's going on in Ukraine. And while Putin may be the boogeyman, he may be the big bad guy, and he may be the aggressor in this case, both sides have blame to be put on them as far as atrocities that are going on in the area and it's interesting because the one article that i read and it was from a guy that had uh, had articles appear and stuff like the american spectator so in very conservative publications as well as liberal publications he said you know he was in this area 12 years ago and he saw what was going to be he's like what was going on then was you had in Ukraine pockets that were very much Russian 
And all of a sudden, they were trying to force these people not to speak Russian. Well, speak Ukrainian. You're in Ukraine, which I don't know. That's going to have a little bit of a negative effect, isn't it? Yeah, I think they said that there was somebody that was now being taught to the school kids as a hero was somebody that the Russians considered a terrorist. And it's like, you look what's going on in the United States now where George Washington's a horrible slave owner. I mean, this is right down the same playbook, Mm -hmm. which is patterns when they start emerging. That's the kind of stuff that starts really scaring me. It's like, you see, this is all being done for one end result. What that exactly is, I'm not going to tell you I know, but I've heard enough that it seems obvious to me that there is a global cabal, whatever you want to call it, with this great reset, with all of this push towards a one world government, that this is not a simple, this guy was bad and we should, we should shun his country. Right. At the expense of our gasoline, when Trump left office, the gas around you, and that's now about seven bucks, was what, in the two to three dollar range? Yeah, it was in the high twos. Mm-hmm. You know, where people could afford to, yeah. if you wanted to go on a little break, I mean, you've gone on a few road trips. Yeah, I sure have. And uh, the gas bill. Cost, per, cost prohibitive now. <laughs> yes. Know, what I really see is I see these, you know, these, well, think of the truckers, but um, then even these people uh, in their in their RVs, their Winnebago's and so on. I mean, what are they going to do? I mean, those those things are going to be selling for fire sale prices very soon. I think probably right now. Well, that's going to maybe they could just park them in the cities, you know, instead of yeah. the homeless tents. Maybe because you're not going to be able to drive them. Yeah. Cost prohibitive yeah. is is being nice about that. Right. But how I mean, long until they're illegal? Yeah, yeah. Although that's the you know they want that, of course. And what's really is, again so frightening is the stupidity of the masses. You see now they're all cheering. Uh, uh, you know, get those fucking Rusky yachts, oligarchs, seize their yachts. Joey, even the Joey, we're coming for your yachts. We're coming. Fuck you, Joey. Shut up. <laughs> um, that's that's called theft, Joey. Theft. That's what that is. And the same jackals that are, you know, clapping, applauding that shit, they don't realize that, that, that wealth rich is a very elastic word. And today they're getting a, some, some mega yacht from an oligarch tomorrow. It's like, you know what? We don't think you really need that Honda Accord. We'll be taking that. And that second bedroom, we'll be stuffing someone in there that we think should live there in your house. That's where, that's where this goes. Well, and it's been suggested. These things have been suggested already. With the Elizabeth Warren wanting a wealth tax on everything you own. Yeah, right. Wanting people to take in the homeless into their homes. Right. This is uh, getting to be a little bit nuts, but it shows you how far this kind of stuff is being pushed and how the cancel culture plays into it. There was a story of a Russian soprano that was just booted out of the Met, you know, the big opera. I mean, I know that doesn't mean much to anybody, including me, but I know the Metropolitan Opera. I've heard of the Met and I'm aware of it. So I'm guessing it's a pretty big deal. And this Russian soprano who came out and said that she was against the aggression in Ukraine, that she was calling for Putin to, you know, not do these horrible things, but stopped you didn't want to go as far as to condemn Putin because, well, she's Russian and probably wants to go home at some point. 
but because she wouldn't actually come out and condemn Putin, gone. She's she was booted out of the Met because she wouldn't parrot what they wanted her to say. Sure. Wrong think. Yeah. This is where we are. And it's not even wrong thing because she said this war is wrong, but that wasn't enough because none of it's ever enough. It's never enough. It's never enough. See, and this again, this is how the the language has has uh, uh, has morphed over the years where now it's everything. It's years ago was you should you need to tolerate other people's opinions. And that's cool. Yeah, you should. But now that's that you don't hear that word anymore. Now it's embrace. So if you don't brace, if if you don't cheer for our side, you're fucked. We're going to cancel you. Really? Or if you don't agree, even it's not even you have to cheer it. It's like if you do not agree with what we say. Right. It's like, I don't know this. uh, Yeah. Freedom of speech seems like it's a pretty easy thing to comprehend. It is. It is. And then the morons pouring, you know, Russian vodka into the uh, down the drains, which isn't made in Russia. (laughs) Right. I mean, it's just people are so stupid. I, I, I don't think there's ever been a time in uh, in the world where the collective intellect has been as lacking as it is right now. And which is really funny, considering we're, you know, 20 years into the information age, 30 years, I guess. Well, and even if it was Russian vodka, if you paid for it, it's now your vodka. That's right. It's not hurting the person on the other side, because say if I'm making, you know, if I'm the Russians and I'm making the vodka and I sell it to you and you've given me the money for it and you decide you want to drink it, pour it out, do whatever you want to do. I don't care what you do with it. Clean your toilet. I don't care. Sure. Sure. I got paid. So this concept like this is going to hurt the Russians. Like we're going to pour. (laughs) It's idiotic. This is how stupid these people are. I mean, why don't they just they should uh, stick their tongues out and wag their fingers in their ears. You know, same same effect. They did that under Trump. Do you remember that? Remember, there was a protest where they went out and just screamed into the sky. That's right. Yeah. Because that was, you know, yeah, pussy hats that really that really showed them too. look at this. (laughs) Oh, it is. It is so ingrained now in society and all of these woke things there was i was just flipping through and seeing what was on hulu we ended up starting to watch 24 again which was actually a damn good show because it was made before all of this stuff started happening but i was unaware there was a sitcom i'm not sure if it was renewed or whatnot but topher grace the guy from that 70s show was in this thing it was called home economics or something it was a show that ran Last year, I had never heard of it, but we watched the first episode and it was just so woke. The first thing you see is his sister is gay and white, of course, because he's white, although that can you don't know in this new world order what they're going to have. But she's a lesbian married to a black woman who have, you know, two interracial kids and all of this stuff right off the bat. The families get together. And the the one girl says to the other girl, like, oh, come and see my dollies. And the other girl says, oh, what are her pronouns or what are the what pronouns do they go by? You know, and it's like, wow. And this was an old show. When, no. When did, when did this show air? Just this last year. Oh, OK. All right. But this is where the writing has gone now. And I'm like, has this ever happened to somebody? Is this what kids that are like five, six, seven years old when somebody says, hey, come see my dollies go. Oh, what pronouns do they use? Mm. Yeah. 
Is that reality? Because if it is reality, I want to know. I really do. I feel like Sam Kennison. I want to know. I don't know, but I would say it probably is, um, given the uh, the mindset of most educators. You know, that is that is true. That is true. The teachers who complain about not getting paid enough, Mm. and that may be true in some areas around here, not so much. No, but pushing the ideology over education. And then you keep seeing stories like teaching uh, these groups, these teachers, uh, um, you know, the unions or the PTAs were like, oh, well, the parents don't have any say in what their right. children are like. No, wait, that's not the case. Right. Parents should have the right to know what's going on and what their children are being taught. But now this clip you had on pronouns, does this kind of go along the same lines of uh yeah, I you know I just uh, I thought it was kind of um, kind of I don't know how old the clip is I spe- suspect it's not um, real fresh like it might be a year or two old but if it is if it is uh, fresh then Camille Paglia is really out of the loop but <laughs> but what I thought was interesting about it is she does kind of a um, a crescendo slow burn style you know because we you know I like the nuclear meltdown and you like the controlled rage. And this thing is kind of, uh, it's a hybrid of both. Ooh. Or, you know, yeah. So I think you'll like the arc of her, uh, of what she says, as well as the content of what she's and And keep in mind, this this woman is unquestionably uh, one of the, the uh, founders of feminism. Yes. Um, she's, a, she's a big deal in that realm. Very liberal. Um, very. Um, but she's pretty intellectually honest when she speaks here. So. Which is rare for a lot of liberals at this point. This is, this is a, in direct contrast with the jackhole that you played um, a few moments ago, um, talking about the Russian situation, who the guy who absolutely knows, knows nothing and is just parroting other st- people's words. You got to, no matter what, Camille pretty much thinks for herself. So, got to give her props for that. This professor refused to use the, the pronouns that yes. are being de- requested or demanded by transgender yes. activists. Yes. Okay. Well, more power to him, okay, is what I say, okay? This is getting ridiculous, okay? As, I, as I, My PhD is in English literature, okay, from Yale, right? And I do not, and, and it's fine. Contribute to the language, okay? Write a poem, okay? Write a book, okay? Certainly, okay? Look at the way Gloria Steinem, the one, her one great accomplishment is that she was a co-founder of Ms. Magazine, okay? Right? And, and there was the contribute a very important contribution made by the word, by Ms., okay? Because before this, unlike the romance languages, you know, in, in English, uh, you, had, you had Mrs. or Miss, okay? So, um, so, so if you were unmarried at, at, at age 40, 50, 60, you were still called Miss in, in this very demeaning way. Whereas in France, okay, uh, you know, a young girl is called Mademoiselle. In the, the minute a, a woman, you know, a, a person gets into her 20s and, and after with that, she's called Madame. Okay, whether she's married or unmarried, Madame, she has dignity, she has authority, right? Right, and the same thing in Italian. You have, uh, you know, your Signorina if you're young, and then you know, then Signora if you're if you're old. You have, it doesn't matter if you're married or unmarried. Okay, so Ms. was a very important contribution to the language. It took time to be absorbed. Okay, but this political agitation to change everyday common speech—Are you kidding me? Okay, All right? People shouldn't be putting up with this for one second. What kind of 
nonsense is this? Absolute nonsense, okay? And these people who are searching for their own identity, okay, and want to impose on others, that is not my philosophy of the libertarian. That is an invasion, an intrusion into other people's personal rights. Who I, you know, excuse us, you know, the English language is owned okay, by everyone, okay? It, is, it, it, was, it was created by great artists, Chaucer and Shakespeare, you know, and, and Wordsworth and Joyce and so on. How dare you, you sniveling little, you know, maniac, <laughs> tell us how we're going to use pronouns. Go take a hike, I say to them, okay? That's what I say, okay? All right. <laughs> I will say uh, one net uh, net in the troll room counting the OKs, which I lost. I lost count of. Yes. Which was an interesting uh, vocal. Yeah. T- I mean, a lot of people have these filler words sure. that they do. I-, I kept hearing it in Cartman's voice, though, from South right. Park for some okay. reason. That's right. <laughs> That's right. The South Park character. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, there is. Yeah. There is something uh, to be yeah. said about that. Uh, of course, she was referring, of course, to Jordan Peterson, you know, who's uh, the best thing ever, ever happened to him was uh, taking that stand against the pronoun bullshit in Canada. Um, but it's true. You know, I, I would like to be able to do a Twitter search. I, every, 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 now, every now and then I, I despise Twitter, but every, every now and then I'll see somebody who will say uh, my pronouns are fuck and you. Yes. You know? Yeah. That and, happens uh, all the time in the troll room. Yeah, and I, I would. There, there should be a search mechanism whereby th- those are all the people I want to follow. You know, <laughs> right in their, in their in the profile. If those are their pronouns. Uh, you know, you're on my side. Yeah, and a millennial says she's the feminist Ben Shapiro with the talking. Maybe it, it she could was, be. So, so, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's absolutely right, and this is where she both is. sides need to get together and say some of this is pushing things way too far language will change organically sure as things happen mm-hmm. it doesn't change overnight nor should you expect another person who sees somebody that looks like a male not to use sir him whatever and or a female call her ma'am or miss or her this is insanity to try to pull gender out of everything because gender is still one of the most important things biologically to keep these species going. If there is no gender, then we're all done. Yeah. Well, even the word itself, gender, I mean, um, that's a relatively new uh, coverall. I mean, uh, when I was a kid, uh, no, no applications ever said gender, right? Sex. Sex. And there are only two. We always said yes. So I would say in the in the in the take no shit jo- dojo, we don't say we don't say gender. We say sex because again, it's and the whole thing really comes down to I think that that has very little to do with uh, uh, with sex with gender with the, the issue. It's just another manifestation of the left trying to control speech. It's really what it is. You're going to say what I want you to say. You're going to call me they them whatever the fuck it is. That's that's what it's about. It really is. The, the issue is only tangential to the, uh, the intent, which is to stifle free speech. Right. It's the same thing that happened with the Met trying to make the yeah. Soprano say Putin is bad. Right. It's exactly what the left wants to do because they know people on the right do not want to buy into this insanity and won't do it. Mm-hmm. So that way. They know which group isn't going to follow suit, and then they can have them canceled. They can tell you how horrible they can all be the boogeymen. They're horrible Mm -hmm. people. You must go after. You must cancel. You cannot allow them to speak. And 
as has been pointed out multiple times, the people that are trying to silence other people usually are the ones you need to watch, which is why when President Zelensky of Ukraine came out and said, oh, I want Russia totally disconnected from the rest of the Internet. I'm like, you do realize there's a lot of people that live in Russia? Oh, yeah. Uh, also, when he when he jailed some of his uh, hometown journalists because he didn't like what they said, that guy's a scumbag, too. Anybody who thinks he's some kind of a hero is really misinformed. That was really one of the things pointed out in the article I read this morning that last year, Zelensky shut down three television networks that were opposing him. Right. It's like, this is no different. The way they're doing business, then that's the biggest thing here with me is. Maybe the story of Russia being bad in this case is absolutely true, but Ukraine is not innocent. And to portray them as Jesus Christ, to portray them as the innocent victim, it there's something wrong there. There is something wrong there. This kind of stuff, bad things have been going on in Ukraine for decades. This is not something that, according to the news media now, they want you to believe everything was great in Ukraine like a of year course. ago. It was paradise. And then Vlad came in. Boom, uh-huh. boom. It's all bullshit. Of course, it's bullshit. You know, that's it's not all that different from the situation in Iraq with tribal warfare. And you have, you know, very different uh, groups of people and territories that have been annexed and pushed and this and back and forth and so forth. It is not a simple black and white situation. So good guy, bad guy. It doesn't really apply so much. Really doesn't. No, there are tons of shades of gray going on. and that's. Yeah. What we miss, this is what you miss when you don't have actual journalists doing the journalistic job. And there's a lot of people who I think try to get to the truth of the matter, including you and I, but we aren't journalists. We don't have boots on the ground. We don't have the ability to access a lot of the sources or talk to the people that are involved. So all of you get the only information is what comes trickle down. And you can't trust any source at this point. I mean, there's a lot of people that see something on Twitter and believe it, which is, again, scary to me that you could be like, oh, sure. Well, one person posted that they're in Ukraine and they saw this. And now this is going to make the nightly news on every network because that's the story they want to tell. Yeah. But what's most frightening is, is the. the, the uh, eagerness to uh, to get involved in a war, you know, and that's just absurd. It's, it's, it's the entire thing of uh, America playing the global cop, you know, since why? Who said that? Why? Well, and know, it's very people, weird that yeah, I mean, Europe wants to get in. Yeah, I mean, there's shit going on all around the globe all the time. There are people being slaughtered, people. So, you know, so let's just let's just. Let's just stop doing what we're doing in America and do nothing but uh, play Superman and fight for truth and justice around a fucking planet. You know, let me know how that works out. Right. Because if we go back, if I'm not mistaken, when Saddam Hussein, the Iraq army went into Kuwait, which was a neighboring, you know, not all that different from what's going on in Ukraine. It took uh, George Bush, the senior, what, seven or nine months? to get together enough of a coalition to go in and try to start doing anything. Mm -hmm. We're doing this in days here. That's scary. Uh Uh-huh. 
<laughs> and Europe yeah. is involved. Europe, who's usually like, well, we'll sit back and and see how this goes. We'll see how this plays out when they're jumping in with like, oh, we're going to send warplanes to help Ukraine. It's like. You do realize what you're doing, right? You know, this is yeah. this is quite possibly the beginning of World War Three. Sure. And the end result of that is not going to be good, you know, unless you need something to totally reset the economic system, Larry. You know, a world war is great for that. Yeah. We want well, to avoid I, you know, I that. Don't, the, the, the global cabal that you talk about, I mean, it became, it just seems to be more and more, have more and more legs, uh, you know, with every passing day. It really does. Uh-oh. They, they're coming after you. That's Hang on. The, is that the global cabal? <laughs> I don't know. I think the global cabal would sound much more menacing than that. That sounded like a very nice cabal. Gotta gotta make a note. Always shut down cell phone before talking to Darren. No, what fun is that? <laughs> what Those fun is that? Notifications. They pop Sorry up, they that. do stuff. They do stuff. They annoy. Mostly they annoy. Right. Well, that's there was a uh article i saw and i don't take any real meaning out of any of these polls but one of the top phobias now is people being separated from their cell phone and i believe that because i believe that oh yeah you know the the, especially the younger generations it is such a part of their life and that is scary to me because you're connected to crap. I mean, yeah, you're connected to your friends and your family, but you're connected yeah. to a lot of crap too. Yes. And the yeah, ability people, for people, people get mad at me because I, there are times when I'll leave the cell phone in the car or a drawer or something for a couple of days, you know, they're like, where are just, you, Larry? You know? Yeah. You know, I, I text you and, but you know, I just, I'm just not one of those, I guess I'm a boomer man, but I'm just, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't feel the need to be connected 24 seven. I just don't. And I, you know, I don't check my email every day. I mean, to me, it's just, I just don't. Um, and I, <laughs> I feel sorry for those who do <laughs> Yeah, because it's a fucking ball and chain, you know, it really is. Well, I guess I will say Neil Jones, no agenda's clip custodian says he's listening to us right now on his cell phone. See, you found the one good use right there. There you go. Is listening yes. to planet rage live. That is the one good use, but I didn't want this to be a completely negative show so i brought a clip from a voice that we heard just a few shows ago she is still on her journey but this journey is now instead of gig work uh-oh she's talking about her journey in drop shipping this was a video on YouTube, but she's got under 100 subscribers, which is a travesty because watching her, if you like watching train wrecks, this is where you, I mean, I just couldn't stop watching because it's repetitive and there wasn't a whole lot of information, but the delivery and the whiny attitude. Yeah. Now, okay. where, where we'll jump so, into this okay. is after she already talked about how she has bought into different courses, which right up front here, if anybody doesn't know this, anybody selling a course online is probably a scam. <laughs> it's probably not going to help you. There are plenty of people 
that are willing to help you with things for free. There's plenty of people that do YouTube videos or have videos up on their website where they're providing you with information. Now, if it's all sales all the time, which is I'm telling you what you could do, but if you want to find out my secret, it's going to cost you. Oh, yeah. That's usually a scam. Sure. If you live long enough, maybe you'll figure that out. But she talked about spending thousands of dollars getting involved with these different systems because she believes, and I don't think it's in this clip, that she's seen what kind of money is made on e-commerce so she knows it's a real thing. And I don't know, there, I, half of me wants to mock and half of me wants to just reach out and be like, you're wrong. <laughs> you're just you're you're screwing yourself over but let's jump in here now, now is this is it this, so this is a follow-up after yes her, her experience with grubhub or what was it called again the, yeah uh, with the um instacart yeah. and uh, uber yeah. eats or grubhub she okay. was talking about both of those all right so, which all right. we thought that was her thing but now i guess her thing is really what she wants to do is drop shipping we are not in a business of throwing money down the drain. So fast forward after all of this and after all of my testing, I literally, I am down in the hole over $20,000 in a year. I have wasted. And I- okay. stop. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> we said stop at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what testing? I'm guessing just doing different like product tests and stuff like that. Which are all, you know, these scam things, too, because if you're drop shipping stuff, I'm sure most people that are listening to us understand what drop shipping is. But, you know, hey, I want to sell widgets. I go find a Chinese company that sells widgets. They'll let me put my brand name on it. I never have to even order the widgets myself and see them in my own warehouse. When you order a widget from me, I go place the order from China and they send it directly to you. And it seems like I have a company. Gotcha. So that's what she thinks her journey is going to lead her to success with. Because I thought when I first heard that, I thought that she's being tested for like what her occupational interest <laughs> might be. Do you want to be a stevedore or a, a soprano at the Met? You know, I mean, who knows? We'll help you find that out. But let's now understand that she believes she can make money okay. by doing drop shipping. And so far, she's invested $20,000 in the last year to make this happen. It's scary. It is. Well, she must she must have some pretty good uh, back resource backers. I mean, because she's like complaining about in the last video about not being able to pay her rent and all this stuff. But she can drop 20K on this other. So so where's that coming from? Or maybe she did really maybe she did really good with Grubhub, Darren. Maybe (laughs) she (laughs) said like a bandit. And it may be in here. Maybe not. um, It may have been before this, but there was talk of maxing out credit cards. Oh, yeah. That's also not recommended. No. I have maxed out credit cards. <laughs> there we go. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Right on cue. I mean, it's like right she's part cue, of the gig. Well, it's part of the scam. She, she, is she in this room? <laughs> she should be. I mean, she would be interesting to have on. I'm telling you. I have done so much trying to make this business work and I'm still working on it. I had someone ask me, why do you keep trying to do this if it doesn't work? Now, that's a valid question. That's a that's a perfect question, isn't it? 
Why do you keep throwing whatever money you have left into this? If it isn't working, if it hasn't worked for you, why do you keep doing it? Well, the only reason I can give to you is I believe in myself and I know I'm not stupid. Okay. What? Adding the clapping (laughs) and then saying, I know I'm not stupid. This is where I would like to raise my hand and be like, I'd like a moment for rebuttal. Because I, I believe you're wrong there. I believe you actually are stupid if you think this is going to make you a lot of cash. See, the moment I heard the applause, the picture I got in my mind was her in a hotel ballroom on a folding chair standing up while everybody applauds her as another Tony Robbins achiever. Right. Right. Well, that is this. And I know people who have done stuff like this, including, you know, going through the Tony Robbins stuff. Spending a lot of money where people purportedly will tell you how to make money doing whatever. And it's interesting because previous in this video, which was like 25 minutes, and this is just like the last four minutes or so, she talked about the fact of buying these things, thousands of dollars for classes, which were mainly telling her to go watch YouTube videos and this and this and this and how long it took and how there was no substance. And again, this is where I'm raising my hand and like, uh, see, this is what they do because that way most people do not even go complain to their credit card companies. This is how this scam system works. Again, I think most people listening to us would understand this, but if you blow $2,000 or whatever it is on one of these systems that quite often will have, well, we have like 40 hours of video. Most people, even if they spend the money, they're never getting through the 40 hours of video. They always feel that they themselves, and she said similar stuff, they feel like they themselves are failing, that that it's not the system. And this is the biggest scam. One, most people are probably never even going to take it off their shelf. There are people that will spend thousands of dollars and be like, okay, I've got that. When I have time, I'll, I'll go look in this class because it's 100 hours or whatever it is. Right. And they never get around to it. And then they never complain because by the time they realize it's a scam, it's like a year or two later. And it's kind of hard to get your money back from your credit card company Yeah. after a year or two later. But that is this vital question when she's asking, well, why, why do you keep doing it? That's an important one. It's just taking me longer than it maybe would a normal person. I don't know. Or maybe a person who learns quickly at things. So she thinks she's stupid, which she may be, but she thinks that's the reason she's not succeeding in this wonderful world of drop shipping, mm. which, again, most of the things being made to be drop shipped are coming out of Taiwan and China. Right. And, you know, who could list these products on the Internet, Larry? Who? People in China and Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> they have the ability. Yeah. This concept that you need somebody. This isn't like the old days before the Internet. Any crap product, if you were the one in your area that had it, maybe you could make some money. Mm -hmm. There's no way you can compete with the people selling this direct. And this was a big thing for the carpet company Shaw, which is a huge multi-billion dollar company. Back when I was working at a carpet store right after college, what they did was they decided, well, you know what? We could open up our own retail store. Mm-hmm. And you know what happens when you have a retail Shaw store, all the re- flooring stores around you that are carrying your product, you know what they end up then doing? 
getting rid of it because they can't afford to compete with you. Right. And they realized that was a really big mistake and the Shaw stores disappeared. Yeah. But this is the same concept. It's like, why do you think people are going to buy stuff from you when they could just buy it from China direct? Or when you go on Amazon, this is why, as I pointed out in a random thoughts, I believe when I talked about doing the product reviews, you'll notice that there's like 20, 50, 100 products on Amazon that look exactly alike, except for the name on them. Yes, that's why. That's why. Maybe she's ready to take the leap into Amway or Mary Kay, some MLM. (laughs) What do you think? I, I think so. That may be the next step. That may be the next step. But I believe in myself. Yay. I do truly believe that e-commerce is a real thing. There- she believes that e-commerce is a real thing, Larry. Jeff Bezos is living proof, isn't he? Yes. Oh, and see, this is exactly it. And you know. Okay, why aren't we selling these classes for thousands of dollars? Like, hey, Jeff Bezos can make $14 billion a second. So can you. Call now. 1-800-SCREW-YOU. <laughs> buy our package e-commerce is a thing well at least she realizes that yeah there is millions of dollars to be made in e-commerce so it is there it is given to you on a silver platter you just have to be willing and able to put in the work to put in the energy to the money is there for you on a silver platter uh, larry mm, why are we in wait she's selling me I'm, I'm getting worried <laughs> What's wrong with me? I mean, I have decent vision. It's not eagle sharp. I'm not seeing these silver platters, Darren. I keep looking for them, too. I do. You put in the money, number one, and have money to put into it. If you don't have money, you cannot get far unless you pop a winner right away and you start profiting overnight. So you need money to make money, Larry. Mm-hmm. You know who that leaves out? Everybody without money. Everybody without money. You need to have your own money to put in it, whether it's on credit cards or your own assets or whatever the hell it is. Like, you just need to know that up front because there's a lot of people selling a false dream. And that's not what I'm trying to do here. I haven't made it whatsoever. I am a struggling e-commerce brand owner. Not afford another mentor now. I just cannot do it. It's always something. There's always something that you're putting money into. You're throwing that money in the jar and you're hoping that you're going to get spit something back out. And it doesn't always work like that for a lot of us. And it's really unfortunate. But that's why I wanted to be transparent because not everyone makes it right away. There's a lot of people that struggle. And I don't think people talk about the struggle enough. And that's why I wanted to bring some light to the struggle like myself. And you may struggle and you may lose a lot of money and you may lose a lot of patience and you may lose a lot of hope in yourself. And see, now she seems fairly smart because she's understanding this. She is. I actually I'm starting to feel sorry for this chick. Oh, I do. Um, did she did she say um, did she say I can't afford another mentor? Did I hear that correctly? Yes. And that's part of these thousands that she put out. Part of these packs were like, hey, we'll be your mentor. So it's by a mentor. I didn't know. I didn't even know that was a thing. I guess it is a thing with the self-help. Thing. And then she was complaining about they wanted to do this talk, you know, talk to her with the Zoom calls or whatever at times that weren't convenient for her. I mean, how horrible oh. and that they didn't seem to care. Well, they don't because you bought into a scam product that they probably thought you were just never going to bother them once you realized it. But I do. I feel bad. Really? But I think this is a mindset that she's so dug in, kind of like the first guy about, 
you know, the whole Russian thing. Yeah. She's never going to see it. She's never going to admit that she's buying into a scam. She believes there's money in e-commerce. And yes, there is money in e-commerce. If you create your own product, you can make a lot of money. I mean, we've seen weird shit like the squatty potty that came out a few years ago. Like, oh, so you could raise your feet while pooping. Yeah. Little plastic stool made millions. Millions. The guy who came up with those little scrubbing pads, these scrub scrub daddy. Yeah. Guy made Mm -hmm. millions on that. Sure. But you know who's not making money? The people that are trying to buy scrub daddies from China and resell them at a profit. (laughs) There is not money there. Lose the hope in your dreams. But I just want to be some backbone and support for you. Just keep going. If it's something that you believe in and it's something that you believe in yourself. Wait a minute. Stop. (laughs) Sounds like she's a mentor now. She's trying to be. Yeah. She might do better as a mentor. Maybe. Telling people to keep going is a great idea. Unless yeah. they're driving into a brick wall, she's got to she's got to uh, consolidate her message. Though you can't, on the one hand, say I'm I'm dumb and I don't know what I'm doing, and then say now listen to me. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. A bit of a conflict. And then keep doing it because the odds are that you will make it. No, 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 it's no, not. No, and that cut off very weirdly. It. And that was her editing. <laughs> the odds are you won't make it. No. Yes. No, that's not. That is not the odds. It, it's just yeah. going to take a little longer. You know, some people's journey a lot longer. Takes a couple years. Journey. Journey. Yes. It might take journey. it might take years, which is exactly what these people selling you. These five thousand dollar kits will tell you, because then yeah. again, two years later, you can't get your money back on their five thousand dollar kit. It yeah. takes them a month. Sometimes it takes them a few days. Everyone's journey to the top is different. And that's why, like I said, I just wanted to shine some light on mine because my journey, I have questioned myself. I've stopped working on it for a week at a time because I get in these modes where I'm like, gosh, is it me? Am I really that stupid that I cannot ease this and I cannot find success in this journey of mine? This is ultimately my dream. This is the only dream I have right now. To- it is the only dream she has right now to make it in drop shipping the wonderful world of drop shipping imagine that you succeed in drop shipping just one of those things where we just gotta keep <laughs> yeah. going if you're in this mess like me just keep going i hope keep going make another yeah. follow-up video to this but that's all we got for today folks as always guys thank you so much for watching my video i will be back with more soon you know, sealed with a kiss with her saying that about her, this is her dream, her, uh, what, what, what was, how did she phrase it there? My only the, dream. The only thing, right. The only thing, right. That's her dream. That's her whole dream right now. This dream. is it. It reminded me of when I was a kid, I, you know, I was a fan of Johnny Carson and, uh, one time Baba Wawa interviewed him. Okay. <laughs> this was pretty near the, he was, you know, close to retirement then. And they did it. She did it at his, his home, his Malibu home. Right. And she, there he is. It was amazing. He's sitting on this you know, enormous couch with this football field size picture window behind him with a crashing Pacific behind that. And it's just spectacular. And Baba says, Johnny, when you were with a boy growing up, what did you truly really want to be? What was what was your dream? And he goes, he takes a drag at a cigarette. He goes, I want to. To be an Amway distributor. <laughs> it's one of his best lines ever, man. I just fucking fell out. And this chick just kind of, you know, parroted that, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> Didn't get the joke. 
you know, hard yeah. work is not a guarantee. No. For anything. If you're working no. hard on the wrong thing, you're going to fail. She needs to see a meme that I actually saw a couple of days ago. And it was, it just said when I was, uh, once I was, I think it said once I was young and poor and after decades of hard work, I'm old and poor. (laughs) (laughs) Just stopped at old, you know, it's okay. (laughs) But that's it. I mean, it's, it is very sad. Like I said, this was like watching a train wreck because I believe for some reason, and I don't believe anybody on YouTube. But I kind of believe that she did put thousands of dollars into this and has gone through this and can't understand why after buying into get rich quick schemes, why it's not working out, why drop shipping isn't working. She doesn't understand the fact that every third party seller on eBay and Amazon, and there are millions of them, are drop shipping. It is not the way. To massive wealth. Now, if you make your own product, then you can make a lot of money if you come up with something good. Yeah. And if you're not completely and early knocked off by China, then you could probably do a fairly decent business. But buying somebody else's product to resell them, that is not your way to making millions of dollars or even being able to buy food at this point. Yeah. But I feel bad. I mean, I do. It's like I want to mock. Like I said, I want to mock, but lovingly because I do feel really bad for people that are in this mindset. Yeah. And watching somebody go through this and say, well, I, I know I can do it. It's like, well, yeah. no, your your path is wrong. This I know I'm not dumb. I know I can have success. So I'm going to keep putting money and effort into this because I know I just need the right thing. Yeah. Well, you know, somebody once said, if you took all the money in the world and shoveled it into, you know, thousands of those big army or air force transport planes, you know, the ones that drop tanks and shit and flew it around the world and just let it, let it go. You know, in six months or a year, all that money be back in the same hands where it originated pretty much. And I think that's true. That is probably the case. Yeah. A fool in their money is soon parted and, it's a question of whether you learn making the mistakes. The fact that she went to multiple people and bought multiple courses leads me to believe she's not at the end yet. Oh, there's a lot to go in that journey. Yes. Yes. And we'll yes. follow it. I mean, we will follow right, it because is- it's great content. The editing. <laughs> oh my God. The editing. I was not messing with the audio there where it sounds like it was spliced mm. together like 5,000 times every minute. Yeah, that's just the way it's put out there. And she's only under 100 people on subscribing to her channel, which now it's like, I'm in. I want to I want to yeah. know where this is going to subscribe. I didn't watch it because I didn't want it to uh, to totally mess with my concept for today. But one of the videos on her channel is how I saved seventy thousand dollars in two years. And I, now I have to watch it because i you wanted to watch that i want to know how to do that <laughs> yes. maybe we're not giving her enough credit darren maybe it's you know maybe maybe we're missing something that's possible that is possible so we'll report leave back that open yes maybe it's me <laughs> me too i'm hoping that it's just us and there's the secrets of uh uber driving yeah drop shipping all that stuff it could all be ours millions of dollars are just there on silver platters yet just oh, waiting silver platters man but no we are podcasters which means we do work hard 
for our money. And we appreciate everybody who supports our show. We do have a few people to thank for today's show. Oh, cool. Of Planet Rage coming in first and foremost with her monthly donation, Loretta Vandenberg, 10 bucks. Oh, Rhett. Thank you, Rhett. Yeah, thank you for your service. Uh, yes. Thanks for knowing how the system works and, and and scaring us by letting us know the system is in horrible shape right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the world is spinning. Uh, you don't want to know what's going on behind the scenes. Mm. Uh, Chudakuki came in 10 bucks, his monthly donation. Thank you. Brian Janak up in beautiful uh, Wisconsin. Brian. Thanks, buddy. 10 bucks also monthly. That's coming in. That's uh, he, he went the side route, which mm. added money to the unrelenting which was still the grumpy old ben's patreon and said right. split it with planet rage so we have to work out a better system to uh oh my god you, you need one of those scientific calculators for that yes sounds, uh, <laughs> it's fun it's all fun our buddy sir truck driver coming in with 625 sir truck driver kevin seifert which is a new five dollar monthly donation coming in and i didn't look this up today but the uh you know the crypto the crypto's going down again so don't mention that to anybody no but of course comic strip blogger with his ten thousand and thirty three satoshis thank you kevin and thank you csb csb says howdy larry and darren are you full of rage still well yes csb because if we weren't (laughs) what would be the point of the show exactly although i guess we're still not sure if the show means we have to be full of rage or it's just the same if we can make other people be full of rage yeah or to release that rage we know Why it's something all? about rage. Why not all of it? Yes. Covered all all yeah. of the above. He says, I invite your listeners to listen to a podcast about artificial intelligence named AI.cooking, spoken mm. by Gregory William Forsyth Foreman. He likes to make me say Forsyth Foreman. That's not easy. The fabulous Gwiff. Yes. Gwiff from Kent, UK. He has multiple places, multiple pubs that you can go if you could track Gwiff down. He will buy you a beer. Just mention CSB AI dot cooking. Cool. And if you want, you can also see CSB's doodles, his cartoons at comic comic strip blog dot com. Yo, CSB, keep on keeping on. And thank you for your support, everybody, yes. for your support for Planet Rage. The little show that hit about our uh, one half year mark with the last episode. Twenty seven. That's just mind blowing. I know. And it was so much fun having Jennifer Buchanan and John Fletcher on. It's nice because we we don't have to talk as much. That's right. And the less work, the better. Hey, I was trying to get Jennifer top dollar to do some drops for you. Yeah. You're doing your, your William Morris routine there. Thanks, Darren. Yeah. $33 and 30. Isn't that what they're going for? $33 and 33 cents per finish. Is it per second? Maybe it's per minute. I get these things wrong all the time. You go to Fiverr. People will promise you anything for like five bucks. I will read a 5,000 page manuscript for $5. There you go. No, see that's to see the digital ruin that there used to be a guy in LA and uh, his name was Dom LaFontaine. Yes. And oh, the the guy with the mailbox money stuff, right? No, no. This this dude, oh, Dalupre. That was sorry. Back in the in the day before when 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 movies when movie trailers used to have nar- narration, okay, which they don't anymore, or rarely, right? But you think back in I'd say up until maybe the late nineties, two thousands, every movie trailer had this guy with this voice of God voice would go one man one night one bullet one shot you know and 
and there would be, you know, Terminator, whatever the hell it was, the, the movie. There was pretty much one guy did that. His name was Dom LaFontaine, and he made about 10 million bucks a year. And he actually had, he had a limo and a driver who was just driving from studio to studio recording this shit. It was amazing. And if he were around today, he'd be doing it for five bucks. Right? <laughs> yes. They don't do that anymore. And if they did, they'd probably use a Fiverr guy. So. Yeah, Don LaFontaine, uh, the clip custodian, posted the Wikipedia article on him, which there is one. Which, oh, they're fast. Which would make sense. I know. So but fast. You're right. I mean, you have the real low register in your voice. And you can also now, with all of these different audio programs, you can accentuate that as well, which means most people, even with a halfway decent voice, could get that with the right mic and the right processing, which means... I mean, I'm guessing it would be interesting to hear him just without any processing in person. I'm guessing there's interviews or something I should look on YouTube because I'd like to know if that was his voice, if that was it or if there was any, you know, was there a special microphone? Was there any studio magic going on or was he just the guy when you, you know, he would show up at McDonald's, be like, give me a Big Mac. Be like, whoa, (laughs) I don't know, but uh, he had a nice gig going for himself. Better than Grubhub. (laughs) <laughs> yes, it's better than driving for Instacart or doing drop shipping out of your uh, out of your basement yeah. or whatever you're doing. The Internet has opened up a lot of things for people to be creative and monetize it. When you're talking about this other side, when you're talking about the retail side, yeah, it is very hard to make money because anytime. And she was complaining earlier in that video about how much it costs to get like, uh, you know, all the different shopping cart software and all that kind of stuff set up. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, because that's this part of the scam. I mean, people that sell on eBay are paying them like 15 percent. I don't know what the percentage is on Amazon, but I'm guessing it's similar. You're paying 15 to 20 percent of every sale that you make to Amazon just for the, the ability to list it sure. on their website. It's not an easy place to go to try to make a living. This concept that you can just skate by, that was always the thing before the internet. All of these types of, uh, you know, scammy advertising were, hey, you could work four hours a month, Larry, and make $20,000. Where do I sign? Uh huh. Yeah. That's when you had to send them the $2,000, and then they send you a thing back saying, do what I did. Right. Do what I did. (laughs) Do it, Adam. (laughs) Tell people you can tell. Because that's there's a couple of major things that people will still seem to spend money on. And one is they're going to help you make money or they're going to help you get laid. That seems to be the two really big places people will go. And that is where many, many scams are going to lie. So be careful. Yeah. And realize that. uh, And. But enjoy your journey. Yes. Enjoy your journey. And if you do end up making a million dollars somehow, planetrage.show slash donate is where you want to go to help support what we're doing here. What's coming up this week on that Larry show? Now that we got the boogeyman out, I mean, everybody's scared now, Larry. I hope you got something to follow. Well, you know, I don't I don't I don't uh, have that one uh, bag yet, but uh, they should have. They haven't. They have not. They should check out. uh, the previous episode, which is the uh, which is called uh, um, "Propaganda's Carousel of Boogeymen," 
And uh, this Putin thing, we've seen this movie before, and it goes back uh, a long way. You're, you know, <laughs> you're be- just say you're being lied to. Yes, we all are. You're being lied to. The girl with the drop shipping's being lied to. Yes, yes. The world is being lied to, which is why you want to be back with us next week at noon central time Monday, live on the No Agenda stream, or catch us once the show's been posted for another edition of planet rage the u.s strikes back killing a member of the islamic state whole world going to shit